we're live. We're live, motherfuckers. We're live, motherfuckers. Get a goddamn bar. I will rape and pillage. I'll dig up a couple dead bodies and fuck them in their faces. <laughs> Just have an intro for fucking necrophilia podcast. <laughs> So what, I like to go to graveyards, maybe fresh, maybe old, I don't care if they fall apart in my hands, the dig, <laughs> you just get into details about how you're going to go to the fucking graveyard and just get to digging, oh, my penis gets so chubbed up, it gets so chubbed up thinking about the obituaries, <laughs> oh, oh, God, help me. Oh, fucking help me. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. I say a prayer every day for the little angels. The 75-year-old fucking Genevieve who died came over on the... Came over. She was in the depression, and now she's dead. She's having an estate sale. I like to go dig up her corpse. Get a hand job while I use her little bony hand... To jerk off my dick, I get scabs. <laughs> oh, man. Almost passed out on that one. Shit. Oh. And then I like to go to her estate sale and have the scent of my cum that was on her bony little bones and I shake her relatives hands and look them in the eyes and know that your dead great grandma jerked me off from the grave from the grave <laughs> I can make a whole goddamn <laughs> make a whole goddamn musical I'll make a whole guy this 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 necrophiliac is talented okay he missed his calling in, um, like, a Seth MacFarlane, you know, like, he could have been writing for fucking Family Guy, and all the, all the, uh, all his sing, his, uh, you know, his show tunes that he, that he has. Oh, Ooh, it's fucking early. Early bird gets the motherfucking worm. I wish I had a dead bitch to suck on my pee-pee. Necrophilia, necrophiliacs, dude. You know, they put their socks on, you know, one at a time. They they, they strap up, they, they you know, they strap their boots up. They put their boots on, just like you and me, you know. They don't, there's no difference. It's like people, you know, they throw shade at necrophiliacs, man. And it's like, can we just... You know, it's like uh, age ain't nothing but a number. They say it's kind of like, you know, living, living is nothing but dying, and and you know, breathing is just an exercise. So when it's all said and done, it's like, why can't somebody get some love from this useless waste that's de eroding underneath our feet? And why can't somebody? get some love, it's not like they're gonna, you know, it would be, <laughs> it would be so hilarious if some, if there was a necrophiliac that was, that was just, didn't get the memo for whatever reason, and he just has an Instagram account, 
he's got a, he's got an Instagram account he's got like a, and there's a whole community of influencers, like they're necrophiliac influencers. And they're just, you know, they try to, they're trying to like, you know, petition the general public and they just don't get what the big whoop is on Instagram. They just don't get the big, the outrage, you know, and they're just posting, posting pics, like, <laughs> got <laughs> me and, me and Vivian, me and Vivian Pascal, uh, she was a sweetheart, real tender, real tender touch to the bone, uh, still had, still had 30% of her hair, and one of her eyes were still intact when I made sweet, passionate love to her eye socket, her left eye socket. I uh, petted her. Her skin was still 10%. Her skin was still 10% intact when I came on her. When I came on her, her beautiful uh, 70, 75%. Uh, maggot-infested chest. Oh, I'm fucking crying, dude. I'm fucking crying in the car. Jesus Christ. How the hell is everybody? Okay? I think everybody needs a necrophilia situation. I've never met, I've never met a necro. And you don't hear about... Well, how, how do they hold up in prison? You know? Ron Jeremy's going to jail. Uh, 20 rapes. I think they got him ch- charged with. Uh, the guy that was, uh, raping, diddling, um, the Olympic gymnast, uh, boy body girls, which do you think he just caved in a guy like that? Obviously when you're picking out these victims, you know, he could be raping anybody, right? But he picked out the most boyest bodies, but on a female, you know, and it's like, that was his, so obviously he was gay. Obviously, just because, as we know, just because you like to enjoy putting your male member into a female receptacle doesn't necessarily mean that you're straight. We've learned this, that even, we've, we've learned in the new society in 2021, okay, that, you know, black people can be white powers, you know, that's, that's another one, black folks can be white power, um, what else, Jews can be Nazis, these are things that we learned in the past, I would say five years, you know, in a good five years, where I've seen Hebrews being accused of, of, uh, I don't know, and when they say Nazi, does anybody really think that they're, you know, putting on the SS uniform, which is beautiful. I've talked about it in length. I mean, it's just a gorgeous outfit. If 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 you could just, you know, disconnect the fact that it was attached to one of the uh, most heinous, heinous acts of all time. I mean, it, beside that, beside that, you know, style, style for for days, dude. And you talk about Hitler wasn't an artist. I mean, was he designing this? Was he a hands-on Fuhrer? <laughs> he's always going. 
Hitler's always going into the fashion department. Was there a fashion, a fascist, a fascist fashion department? You know, where they had like, uh, obviously, uh, gay Nazis, you know, whoever was designing those joints. That wasn't a straight man. No straight man designs that. You know, yes, they have sharp edges and beautiful colors and it's just a shame. I remember, I remember, how come you don't see those in the Salvation Army? There's no, is there a Salvation Army somewhere where there's just old Nazi uniforms sitting around and we're like, who's donating these? Do we need to, we need to be sending people to the houses of, who, who, who had, is this a signed autograph? That looks like, (laughs) he's got signed autographs in the Salvation Army of fucking Hitler and Mangala. You know, just fucking, they're in like shorts. They're in shorts and when they, those cocksuckers always, even at the lake, they had like a button up short sleeve shirt. You know, when you see those old fucking German picks from the, from that, from that war era, you know, even when they were on, uh, sabbatical, if, if, if you may, if I may use a big word sitting in front of this goddamn car wash, sitting in a parking lot recording, recording by myself, it's all dark out. Somebody's like, dude, this guy, who is in this fucking truck, dude? Who's in this fucking old pickup? Just fucking rambling him to himself with the light brightest fuck in his face. Oh, you know. Oh. Behind, oh, this is what we were getting at. This is what I was getting at here. Uh, Fire Crotch, the Patreon. Hey, do you like to support people in, uh, you like to support uncensored comedy? Are you a comedy fan? Do you enjoy laughs? Do you enjoy topics such as Nazi, Nazi gay fashion and other innuendos of, of nostalgia that tickle your pickle and are just awkwardly hilarious? Why don't you go over to firecrotch.com? It's not firecrotch.com. Get your shit together, Dusty. Uh, warming up. Let's do it again. Hey, hey, comedy fans. Uncle Dust here for patreon.com backslash. This <laughs> is the fucking garbage. Backslash firecrotch. What's a firecrotch? It's a crotch. And it's hot. It's warm. It's salty. It's auburn. It's a beautiful burning bush. Similar to heavenly. Imagine like a heavenly Moses bush. I like to picture Moses was a ginger myself. You know, and who says Moses wasn't getting pussy? Moses obviously was getting pussy, right? He had a bunch. He had a bunch of kids, didn't he? Somebody told me that Noah fucked all his daughters on the damn, even his son on the damn ark. And I'm, if you enjoy, (laughs) this is why I'll never fucking get anywhere in commercial comedy. I just can't do it. I can't. I cannot. I cannot stop with the madness. I can't stop. My mind is too... It just goes there. It's just funny. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to fucking say. Except if you want to... If you want to fucking... Just go to Firecrotch. Go to the goddamn page. <laughs> Listen. At, a hun- at, at 2,742 patrons... Patreons... 
on Firecrotch, I will dig up a local, I'll get the obituaries, I'll put it on Patreon, and we'll, what we'll do is we'll have like a, you know, we'll debate it, which one would be the best, in, you know, to dig up, and, uh, you know, we'll, 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 this is, isn't that what you do on Patreons? I always hear them say, I always hear people say, well, I had certain, certain patrons, you know, we'll, we'll release this video, you know, they always, at this, at this point, we'll release an interview with somebody else that we don't give a shit about, you know, some other fucking unentertaining cunt that's just, just fucking diddling her pickle. Hey, you want to see me jerk off? Come to fire. <laughs> Is that like, that's all you got to do for fucking like sex, sex Patreons, right? That's all you got to do for, hey, listen, I'm hot. You want to come, you want to come see me stick things, other objects and physical things inside me? You know, at, uh, at 10,000 Patreons, I'll, 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 uh, you know, you guys can tell me what to stick in me and I'll fucking, you know, just rifle it, just, just rifle it right in there. I'll put it in a, I'll put it in a soft pitch machine and I'll squat like a catcher, uh, only vertically on the back and we can just slap that sucker right in there. Oh, the wife's calling to ask for the password on the internet, which I am not giving you, so you can't have the password. Sorry. I'm kidding. I don't have anything to hide. What do I look like, a necrophiliac? What do I look like? I go to necrophilia.com. Is that a site? Is there a whole internet where the end is dot neck dot, dot N-E-C? What's that? What'd that mean, Dad? Nothing, son. You'll find out later that your father has a love for... The skinless, the decaying, the A team. You reading another anatomy book, Dad? Why? You always, why is Dad always reading about lie? Is he always reading about lie? Well, that's like a murderer. You don't want to find one that has lie in them, right? I guess these days, isn't that the whole thing? Is is the the formaldehyde that they pump in bodies was probably a great day for like. The, nec- the necrophilia community across the globe, if you were in a country that, that local or locally, they're like, we're going to start using formaldehyde to like preserve the bodies, you know, a little bit longer. Necrophiliacs, dude, fucking set it off like a stimulus check party, bro. They were like, what? Word to fucking what? Hells yeah, dude. They, they all had, they like, they came out and had their shovels. They were clanging their shovels together over the head like, like in Cobra. Like in cover with Sylvester Stallone, underrated movie, bro. Underrated bad guy. That guy scared the shit out of me with his sharp face. He had a sharp, big. Now when I look back, it's like obviously he's he's uh, he's got like a little bit of mongoloid in him. He's almost mongo. It's like right where your DNA, if it takes a little bit more of a turn, you look like one of the the mongoloid mafia that are all they all look the same. The Down syndrome, the Downies, the down the Downies. Downy Fresh. That should be a gang, dude. Downy Fresh. Who you down with? The Downs. No, I said, who are you down with? The Downs, dude. The Downs. I mean, if the Downs ever get together and want to take over like a rolling 30s Crip Gang neighborhood block, it's done, dude. I mean, well, maybe not now because of guns, but let's say they got together in like the 50s where they still weren't 
you know, maybe a knife or a bottle, but nobody really had pistols like that. Maybe the Italians or the Irish. Oh, the Downies are coming, dude. These, the Downies are coming with their... I mean, they got such big bone structures in their faces. You can't dent that, dude. The knife would bend. It's nothing. I had a, I had a guy... I had a guy in my uh, middle school that for a good however long lunch was, and P.E., however long that was, he just grabbed this thick, thick, you know, one-inch chain that was like 10 feet long and just banged it as hard as he could trying to break it. Now, he never broke it. He never broke it, I should say. But that thing weighed a lot, dude. And at seventh grade, he was probably, a, a, you know, about a buck 90, you know. Just strong as a fucking, strong as an ox. Okay. I'm going to have to, this is going to pop off real quick. We're about, we're about done with this episode. Uh, Fight the new drug. Okay. There's all these ex-porn stars coming out. I don't know if you call them stars because I was looking at their pictures and I didn't recognize any of them. But I guess in the past, they, they, they were viewed, they should say, most viewed probably, you know, or maybe in a category like these days, it's like, there's, there's popular people in each category, which there's how many categories in porn are there? I mean, I could literally do a podcast for like 12 hours and probably not name them all. So, um, fight the new drug is like a, it's a website that's dedicated to, uh, giving these, giving these broads that now regret, you know, and or are just need to make another check. And they're like, oh, shit, we can do this in the age of we fucked up. You know, we don't we 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 chase the check. And uh, now we want to complain about it, you know, and just disrespect all women across the globe. You know, it's just, it just lets me down, bro. It's like just just be proud of what you've done in life. And never rap fake when you're on the mic, dude. That's worded too short. I had to throw that in there. Okay. Uh, 10X porn... St- 10X porn performers revealed a brutal truth behind most popular scenes. And then it just goes on to say that everyone, you know, it, it basically, you, you get down to, um, you know, it, I, and it's weird because this, it's kind of like these new... This angle is to try to stop porn, but it's not religion-based, okay? It's not religion-based, and I and I think at the end of the day, they know that it's not going to stop. It's, it's, um, it's more or less just another, you know, let's, um, they can make money off this. These people probably have Patreons, you know, and I don't know what they're offering other than a fucking disrespect to the fucking working the working woman that went to work, you know, didn't make a killing in the field, laying on their fucking back, you know, getting pissed on. So it basically, it was saying, so it says like this one, it has a little, they don't give you their whole names. Cause I was looking for a video. I was looking for the video of them complaining, but I'm sure it's out there. I just, for this, 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 uh, episode, I don't have it. And that'll probably come later on, on Patreon if it does, because I want to be able to put, um, I don't know if I can put that on, I don't know if you can put more, gra- I guess you can, I can put some graphic ass shit on there, uh, this is Alex, let's see, 
One particular, and I quote, they always say that, right? You always got to say it like with some emphasis. And I quote, one particular film was the most brutal, depressing, scary scene that I have ever done. (laughs) This is good. This is going to be good. I have tried to block it out from my memory due to the severe abuse that I received during the filming. The male performer, they made sure they put that in parentheses to not, don't, let's not, let's, let's know our enemy. Let's make sure we don't throw fucking dirt all over somebody that, you know, we don't want to throw dirt on our own. This is where you wrangle in the women, you know, because if you, God forbid you, it was a woman, that's going to fuck up the narrative. got to throw dirt on all the men out there. Just make sure the men are bad. Men bad. Whites bad. The male performer has a natural hatred towards women. <laughs> How do you fucking know? This male performer has a natural hatred towards women. In the sense that he has always been known to be more brutal than ever needed. This is like like a captor. <laughs> it's like a captor. Like there's good captors and bad captors. And this guy, even his other captors would say, hey... Why are you being so... Why are you capturing even harder? Why are you brutalizing your capturees? Fuck. I gotta end the... God damn it. This is some horse shit. Uh, In the sense that he has always been known to be more... Okay. I agreed to do the scene. So she signed on the dotted line. That means it's in there. Because I've seen this. I don't know if you guys have seen. They signed a contract. And on the contract, it says what you're willing to do. And there's a checklist, and it's a long one. Slapping, you know, spitting, um, you know, hair pulling, right? It's it's all in there. So they don't, it, this whole shit, it's like getting the job, and then you get to the job, and these people just, and they, it's fucking, it's pathetic, is what it is. Um, I agreed to do the scene, thinking it was less beating. I agreed to do the scene, thinking it was less beating Except for <laughs> I fucking give it a Jada Kiss fucking sound. Thinking it was less beating for a punch in the head. If if you noticed, if you if you noticed, comma, he, make sure you know that there's no women on the set. There's no no women to be blamed for any of this. Not a soul, not even her. Not even her. had worn his solid gold ring the entire time and to continue there's not even a build it's not even a build of the scene of what's going on you this whole this whole thing it's just you ready i signed the paperwork i'm all lubed up coach i'm ready to do the scene all right sir uh, alex meet fucking john hey hi and then just all right and action bye <laughs> An uppercut. Like, oh my god! Oh my god, he's uppercutting. Is that Buster Douglas over there? That's an old reference. Uh, and continued to punch me with it. I actually stopped the scene while it was being filmed because I was in too much pain. And that's it. End of, end of Alex. This is what you're dealing with. This is this is this is this is this shit. This is this bullshit, dude. Pathetic. And then it, then they have like a little asterisk, like you're supposed to believe him. Fight the fight the new drug note. In our research, we found that the obscenity of the film Alex is talking about 
because there's no links. You can't you can't go directly to that. Because why? Just like anything else, believe us. Just believe us. Just believe us. Whatever's written on your screen, whatever's written in, whatever CNN tells you, God forbid. Right? You get to see it for yourself. Even this. Even this. Uh, people are interested in it. They should see it. In our research, we found the obscenity. <laughs> Kids shouldn't be listen. Kids shouldn't be reading this anyway. What do they give? What, what you know? If somebody if somebody's thinking, well, what about the kids? Well, they shouldn't be reading that. They shouldn't be reading about ex porn stars. Could fuck up a good career they got going for, and they're not idiots. They know it's in the contract when they turn eighteen and they sign on that dotted line. Get in the game. <laughs> Get in the game. Uh, we found that the <laughs> I gotta be able to finish this in our research. <laughs> this is gonna be forever. In our research, we found that the obscenity of the film Alex is talking about caused the distributor to forego <coughs> covering any further releases from the film studio. A critic on a popular porn review site wrote that the film was one of the most morally repugnant pornographic movies I have ever seen, and he's seen a lot. And is the sort of movie that the government would cite when trying to arrest pornographers and outlaw. So they're saying it was good. They're basically saying it was good. It was too good. And they had to take it down. All right. You want to hear more? Go to the Patreon. Firecrotch. Uncle Dust. Follow me on uh, Instagram. Salutskis. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-
weekly someone will just an arbitrary you know arbitrarily just call me a Swedish German and it was it, it, you explain know, how that what that means I know well I mean I, I know they're Norm fans because Norm would do and Norm was also like kind of a traditionalist so he did the you know talk to the talk show host but then there's this guy over here this one let's make fun of him yeah yeah and a lot of his jokes, he like I say, he was drawn to the things that you're not supposed to say. So this guy wants to have fucking respect so bad. This guy wants to be what Conan Bryan is. He deep down, he wants to be the he. Does Andy Richter have a fucking show? Wasn't there a show called Andy? You know who took Andy Richter's job? That other flaming homo that sings in the cars. The fuck's his name? He sings in the cars with all these fucking idiots. All these fucking. These other fruity ass fucking Hollywood fucks. That was Andy's. I'm, Andy is so mad. That guy got hired because they said, find an Andy Richter type. <laughs> find us the big fat plump homo that looks like. <laughs> Whose fucking rosy ass cheeks, dude, just look like that. <laughs> Oh, this fucking shit is pathetic, bro. Listen, you know what this what the warrior listen, this is this is thirty-two minutes in to this this is called Conan O'Brien remembers Norm MacDonald. It should say Conan O'Brien remembers Norm MacDonald and and the fucking fat homo remembers how he got his feelings hurt. Cause Norm fucking Norm fucking said a joke that offended him. Listen to him get offended. Here he goes. A lot of his jokes were about being queer, yeah. gay porno. Mm -hmm. This fellow over here, he enjoys the gay porno. Mm -hmm. And that became a thing with me. And at one point, he was talking about your ethnicity, you're Irish, I'm Scottish, what are you? And I said, ah, I'm Swedish German. And he, for some reason, he was like, Really? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, why, I mean, why would I make that up? But that then later became a euphemism for gay. Yeah. You know, the old prospector comes to town and wants a prostitute, but no, there's no prostitutes. There's just Andy Richter, the Swedish German. It's outrageous because it's Norm. It's yeah. outrageous because... Did you hear what was missing there? Fucking... <laughs> This is three grown men. There's three grown men, probably in a million dollar plus studio. What else they got in there? How fucking gay. So gay. So fucking gay. 33 minutes in. It should have been over 10 minutes ago. This podcast should have been over. 10 minutes ago, they said what they had, Conan said what he had to say, some of him and Norm's interactions on a TV, a network, the TV show, and here comes Andy, Andy's little Swedish German bitch made feelings. What a fucking gay. Norm, I mean, he's basically just demonstrating, if anything, 
Norm could probably just read that he was easily, easily offended. And it's fun. It's hilarious. It's hilarious when people are easily offended by shit that has nothing to, nothing to do with them. Just some boys joking. You know? These motherfuckers think they're better than somebody is the issue. The way they fucking describe comedy. It's fucking lame. It's fucking lame. Because it's on a talk show. Yeah, and it's but like, And it's me. Yeah. But like, and I think that some people think that like, I was somehow, and well, and somebody else, a friend of mine pointed out, there's nothing, you can't do anything with that. Right. Like, you, yeah. there's nothing to do with that. When, when Norm McDonald says, this fellow over here, like, and he, you know, when it would go to like, hey, Karen, have you met his wife? But then you did say, at least I had my dignity, and says, you were raped. Yeah, he goes to rape, you know? Yeah, yeah. And oh I, my God. And yeah. I said, but I never was that crazy about that because I would think, you know, I'm sitting there and we're in a studio and we're laughing about it now. And it is like the point of that joke is this fellow's a queer. Yeah. And and it's a very, very old fashioned retrograde joke that we just don't do anymore. Right. right and right. some jokes that we don't do anymore, we don't do them anymore because they shouldn't be done. Right. These fucking fags, bro. They shouldn't be done. You know, don't don't let fucking Conan fool you. They're all part of the fucking they're all part of the fucking control your language, control what's funny. You know, control they're part of it. I don't give a fuck who they have on. I don't care if they had Norm on fucking twenty two times. Earlier in the same podcast he says that Don Don Liedermeyer, was it? That uh fired Norm from Saturday Night Live also ran Conan's network. And when Norm was gonna be on Conan's show at some point, I guess after the firing, he had already been on the show multiple times. Conan says, best guest, right? He says that part. Um, he gives him that because the people can see, you know, whether Conan knew it at the time and now he says that is, doesn't matter who gives a shit, but he says uh, that Don Liedemeyer sent him a, uh, sent him a letter. Saying, don't have Norm on. You can't, that's that. No Norm. And Conan, in the uh, Harvard Harvard School, uh, which is why he's on network TV, is he pens a letter, pens a letter back to Don, good old Don Liedermeyer, and says, but he, but sir, he's my best guess. He's my best guest, sir. With all due respect. And, the, and then Don says, you know, know your role, bitch. I own the cameras, as the old Norm, Normie boy would say. And we shouldn't have been doing them in the first place. So I was always thinking about... The gay people that work on the Conan O'Brien show. Yeah. How do I look them in the face after being there and hardy harring about 
the punchline being that I'm a gay fella. And, you know, and I was thinking about the people in my family who are gay. Like, if they're going to watch that, how are they going to think when the real bottom line, what's funny about that is that I was supposedly a homosexual. Gay. The guy being offended. Being offended for other people. The downfall. The downfall of humor. The downfall of comedy. Being offended for other people that aren't there in the context of three men talking, joking, with one of the, Conan stated, one of the best guests, comedically, on his show, and this fucking fat piece of shit, is just, just has to be offended for other people. Instead of just going, it was fucking, it's funny. If it's funny, it's funny. That's that. You don't hate gay people. You don't hate queers. You don't hate, you don't hate anybody because it's funny. That doesn't, it's it's insanity to me. It's, it'll always be insanity to me. What you say doesn't make you who you are, man. It's what you do. You know? Actions. A laugh is a laugh. God gave them to us, man. Use them. And I was, which to me, I always was like, it's like, it's like saying, like, this fellow over here, he's a, he doesn't want anybody to know it, but he's a secret Jew. His, his kitchen's full of matzahs. You know, it's like, you would go like, what are you talking about? You know? That is hilarious. <laughs> Andy made a good one. Andy made a good one. He's one of these white guilt motherfuckers. Just knee deep in white guilt, man. Just pathetic. Just sad. Let go of the guilt, my friend. You didn't own any slaves. I'm sure. Well, maybe you did. Maybe that's why you didn't. Maybe you were a Swedish German. Maybe you were a little bit, uh, ran with the Fuhrer. Hey, Andy. Andy. Going to get the Hebrews today, huh? You know, what is well, that? How is that funny? My kitchen's full. I know, but you're, you're not a secret. But, uh, but you know what I mean? I just, it always, it made me uncomfortable, not because I was afraid that people would think I was gay, because if I was gay, everybody would know that I was gay. We, we know you're gay, bub. You're, you're the gay. You're old school gay. You're the type of gay that means what it's always meant to people that don't have any type of guilt. We're not talking about homosexuals, bro. It it's, it doesn't. It means weak. It's weak. It means it's weak. It's it's talking about a man loving another man that way, you know. And it's just fucking funny, man. What do you think? You think? 
deep down he probably feels that, and he's not going to say it, but he wants to say, is I'm sure he'd use the term, uh, what do they say, <clears throat> which is one of my favorite uh, jokes that Norm did on um, Larry King, where he's talking about he's a deep, deeply closeted homosexual. He's so deeply, he's just, he's so deeply closeted. Um, how's it go? I'm not fucking it up already. Anyway, he says, uh, let me see, let's move on, let's just keep it moving on. It made me uncomfortable because there were people out there in the audience who, whom I love and care about, who would be left thinking like, what's so terrible about me that I... I'm a joke, that I'm a punchline, you know, that how I am and who I am right. is a punchline to a joke. But that was when when you're the kind of comic that Norm is and you are going after any uncomfortable subject and you're like, oh, let me get in there and, and you know, roam around and really get my elbows. Right, right. You know, it's, you're going to. It's going it's gonna to be ugly sometimes. Yeah. And I, it's going to be uncomfortable. Yes. You think he, you think, I feel like they had signs in there going, bring it back around, bub. Bring it back around. You just buried, you just buried Norm. Jesus Christ. The man's not even in the fucking ground yet. Like, how are we supposed to have this exclusive, this exclusive audio when all Norm McDonald's fucking fans are going to be listening? Let's tell our stories. And then he brings on fat-ass cupcake fucking Andy Richter. No, oh, what a fucking fag. 